Good evening, Crossroads, and, and those who are joining us this evening. This is uh, our, our weekly time of prayer, and Ken, I've been looking forward to this since last week, and just it's just a sweet time of prayer. And, and so what I want to share with you this evening is that we're, we're, we've been in this for two months, and I know that it seems like you know every day it's like, do I get an answer? What's going to happen? And, and now that we're starting to see states are starting to reopen, and and slowly but surely, we're seeing our own state of Pennsylvania start to open, and, and businesses are opening. We're really excited to hopefully get that news soon that, you know, the southwestern Pennsylvania is going to be opening. And, and But one of the things that I'm, I'm so thankful is that amidst of all of this, we, we're under the authority of, of God. You know what I mean? And so we've got the Word of God to, uh, to, to, to guide us, and the Holy Spirit is with us, and God is on His throne. And so I, I just was thinking this week about the, the you know, the, the Jews being in, in exile, and I was just thinking about them coming coming out of exile with nothing, going into the into the into the wilderness, going into the, into the into the desert, and I was just thinking like, man, I just love Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, and I love what happens after that. So Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says, "For I know the plans I have for you," says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. And then it goes on in twelve. It says, "In those days when you pray, I will listen." It says, uh, if you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. I will be found by you, says the Lord. I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes. I will gather you out of the nations where I sent you and will bring you home again to your own land. I just think about, you know, God didn't tell them to freak out and sit there and go, oh, woe is me and feel victimized. He's like, plant your gardens, build your families. And I just think, you know, this two months has really sent us into like, what do we do? What do we do? Like, you know, what's happening? And God's like, keep moving. I am with you. Seek me wholeheartedly. And, and he says, seek me wholeheartedly and you will find me. I will be found. I will be found by you, says the Lord. And so I just want to tell you that as we go before the Lord, we, God, God, we go before the Lord this evening. We will find him and we'll be found by him. And I just think, man, like what a powerful, what a powerful statement to be found by the Lord. And so I'm just going to pray as we open up this evening, and, and as, as I'm praying, um, and as Ken opens up here in a second, would you go ahead and type in uh, your prayer request? Would you, would you just type in what, what's been on your heart? Because what we're going to do is we're going to walk through some scripture, we're going to walk through um, just a time of prayer, and then we're going we're gonna to lift these prayers, lift your prayers up before the Lord, and we're all going to join in that together. So as we're, as we're moving out this evening, would you just type those prayers in, and we're going to lift those up before the Lord this evening. But as we get going, uh, what, what, would you join me in prayer? Father God, we come before you, and, and thank you that, God, that we don't have to wander around looking for answers. God, we might look for answers from our government, um, but God, we have you. And it says in your word that when we seek you wholeheartedly, we will be found by you. Um, God, you don't leave us empty-handed. You give us your holy word. You give us your Holy Spirit. And so, Lord, I thank you that as we uh, just move into this time, God, that we, uh, we know you've asked us to keep going, to keep meeting with you, to keep building into our families. And I know some, some, some of those who are watching are, are without uh, a job, without finances, and it's really hard to think about moving forward. And so, God, would you just bring peace as, as they seek you tonight? As we seek you tonight, we know that your word says we will be found by you. 
And so, Lord, that truth rings so clear, and we just cling to that truth in your word this, this evening. Thank you for being here with us, and um, I'm just so grateful, God, that uh, we sit under your authority. And even though we are socially, uh, we are distant, we are not disconnected spiritually. Lord, we love you, and we just praise you uh, in this place and wherever we're watching this tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. As we start tonight, I want to direct your attention to this little video. This is Psalm 121. Just kind of prepare your heart for a season of prayer. As you watch this today, just take this in for the next minute or two. So the cry of our heart tonight as we seek the Lord and just just come before him tonight, Psalm 121, I lift up my eyes to the hills from where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. And so, you know, as we're thinking about this today, uh, I'm just going to share with you just a few thoughts tonight uh, about who God is. You know, the, the greatest thing that we could do is discover who God is. And he's he's revealed himself in his word. When Jesus came, he was, he was given, and he, the Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. So one of the big things that we can trust in God is, number one, that he's always there, that he will always be just a prayer away. And uh, as a matter of fact, I think he's caring for you even when you're not caring for yourself. He is always, uh, his, his Word will endure forever. Psalm 121 there says, I lift my My eyes to the hills, from where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Um, He is not about evil. He's not about harm. He is there for us. And so as you do that, I I want you to catch us because this is the same God. We worship the same God today. And the same God today is there for you in the midst of this pandemic in the midst of this lockdown, in the midst of job loss, in the midst of all the loss and suffering that we have, He is there who is always there. And we know that because He told us that in Malachi 3.6. Now check out this verse. Malachi 3.6 says, I, the Lord, do not change, so you, the descendants of Jacob, are not destroyed. And I shared this with our staff this morning, and I just cannot get over this verse, Luke. This, uh, God says, I do not change. And when you think about it, we live in a world that is changing constantly. 
Young people typically love change, you know. Uh, everybody loves their iPhone and they love the new updates and, you know, and, and even older people, they, they like a new microwave, okay. They, they like new things. We like change. We don't like to be changed. And so what happened in this pandemic is you were changed. Like everything was changed. I was changed. Everybody in our world was changed. And God says this. The Lord says, I do not change. And it doesn't mean that God doesn't like new things and that God is, is, it doesn't mean that he doesn't change how he operates, but he says that he himself does not change. And the, the, word, that, uh, the word that theologians use for this, okay, was immutable. And that, that's, a, that, that's a big word, immutable. And when you think about this, God is immutable. So what that means is that God does not mutate. Right now you're hearing about a virus and they're worried about the mutation of the virus. Uh, you know, I've heard people say, well, you know, why is it hurting more people in some areas than others? Because of the mutation. In other words, it adapts to its environment and it goes wild. God is not one that mutates. He is the same He's the same God whenever Israel got released out of Egypt as he is today when he's releasing us out of pandemic. And when you can understand that, that God has not changed. He, he is the rock. He has been solid every step of the way. God is immutable. And when I heard that connection of immutable and mutate, like I'm hearing mutate all over the news right now. God does not mutate. He does not adapt to the environment. He does not come and make himself comfortable and he does not just say hey you know i I want you to be comfortable he says that he does not change and going back to malachi 3 6 there he says i the lord do not change um he will he is he is immovable he is immutable he says so that you descendants of jacob he's talking to israel here he says so that you are not destroyed folks we will not be destroyed through this this season that we're in is a season and the season will come and the season will go because the Lord does not change. Amen. And so he will never leave us. He'll never forsake us. And so um, we can take and we can claim this for us because he says, listen, because he does not change, I am not destroying you. You are not destroyed. And so, Luke, how does that make you feel whenever you think about that, that, that God is unmovable? He, he is immutable. He does not mutate. He will not change. Well, I think it's just like every day you wake up and you, you, you're, you're searching for some type of solidarity. You're searching for some type of consistency right now with our kids being in school. And, you know, we are doing our best ever since, ever since the first day. We were trying to create some type of organization, mm. some type of structure. I just think God immediately. So we wake up and we start our day, but he's been that solid rock even through sleep, even through. Yeah. So you know what I mean? So just that, like, I know that I can not only lean on him, but I can fall on him. Yeah. And so there's the, there is the, you know, he's unmovable, he is unshakable, uh, he doesn't change, and he just, he just is. And that is so important to have that consistency, yeah. you know, to lean on. And that's who God is. And so, so when we can come back tonight and bring you into that, that God is immutable, he does not change. He, oh, man, that's just the, the, the freeing of that from me. And uh, in James 1.17, so there was an Old Testament verse over in Malachi 3.6. Over in James 1.17, check this out. I've often quoted this verse but missed the depths of it, okay? Uh, Every good and perfect gift comes from above, comes 
Alright, every good and perfect gift is from above, from the Father, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights. So I've always claimed the every good and perfect gift. But what I missed about this for so many times is that it comes from the Father of heavenly lights who does not change like shifting sands. Um, he is, there is no shadow. There's a, a song that we used to sing, and I love it, and, uh, and we're going to sing it again. It's called, Great is Thy Faithfulness. Oh, God, my Father, there is no shadow of turning with Thee. And that's, that's where this verse comes from. Uh, that's where that song came from. It's from this verse. He does not change. There's no shadow of turning with our God. So, so when you, listen, the whole world is shattered, the whole world is broken. And for many of us, many of us in our in our land today are experiencing maybe not the virus but we're experiencing the effect of a broken economy we're experiencing the effect of uh, uh, multiple issues that have caused problems right now and the i want you to remember this every good and perfect gift comes from the father up above your father in heaven because he does not change still takes care of his children wow it, it goes like this. My kids are my kids, and I will always love them. No matter what happens, I will always, always, always love my kids. And so as you think about that tonight, that uh, you know, no matter what happens to my kids, I want to give them good. I want to take care of them. And it's because they're my kids, and it's because I'm their dad. That's what this verse is saying. Because our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be his name, is still your dad. And no matter what you're facing, no matter what trial, uh, and listen, after the coronavirus is done, there's going to be another trial. You know, I already heard people talking about the killer hornet. Have you heard about that? The killer hornet, right? And I'm just thinking, what's the next wave of fear that they're going to create here, right? There'll be another wave of fear and another wave of fear and another wave of fear. Every good and perfect gift comes from the Father up above. So we've got to keep coming back because our God has never changed, nor will he ever change. And you can raise your kids on that, Luke. Amen. You know? And uh, in, in Lamentations 3, 22 through 24, says, Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. For his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Great is the faithfulness. And so tonight, I want to remind you of the faithfulness of God. Um, he is faithful. Um, he has not left his throne. He will always be there. And so, so I, w- I just want to encourage you on that to, to keep walking in the light of the Lord and to know that he is faithful. So let, let's go to a, a time of prayer tonight. And so if you would begin to, to lead us, uh, I'm going to pray actually. And then, uh, then we're going to begin to take some of your requests that have been on onto the um, on onto the Facebook or onto the platform on online, and then uh, we're going to just walk through a season of prayer. So uh, Luke will kind of guide us with some of the requests that have come in. So I'm going to pray, then Luke, and then I've asked one of our deacons and his wife to be here with us tonight, Roger and Deb Metcalf. And I, I love Roger and Deb Metcalf, and I know that you do too. So uh, I've invited them to join us in prayer. And uh, we're just going to go through a season of prayer. So let me just pray for you, church, and I'm going to ask you to join in. And so right now I'm just going to lift up God and thank him for the fact that he's faithful. Maybe you just want to type in, God, thank you that you're faithful tonight. Thank you that you're unmovable. All right, let's pray. Father God, we come before you, and I thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. I thank you that great.
great is your faithfulness. Lord God, my Father, there is no shadow of turning with you. God, as I'm reminded of that song that I, that I sang as a kid and, I, and, and throughout many years of my life have sung over to you, Lord, I, I pray it back to you now, Lord, because it's your word. You have told us, great is your faithfulness. That there is no shadow of turning with you. In the cleft of the rock is where I can hide. I can hide in you. Thank you, Lord, that you are faithful. You are always good. You're always merciful. That you have not changed. Lord, the love you had for Israel when you took Israel out of, the, out of, the, uh, out of Egypt, Lord. The love that you had for them is the same love you have for us when you took us out of our slavery. The slavery of our soul, Lord. You, you are the same good God. Great is your faithfulness, Lord. Be honored and adored tonight. In your name we pray. Amen. Father God, what a, what a, privilege, to, what a privilege it is to gather with you to be with your people this evening. Um, and God, I just think about just, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, they're a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. In Christ, we're a new creation. God, we are not even citizens of, truly spiritual citizens of this country, this world anymore. And so, God, just to think about how hard it is for us to be away from each other. And Lord, I'm, I'm just, I'm thinking of uh, God, someone that just, not too long ago gave their lives to you and how the church is all of a sudden not meeting in person and, and going to online and there's just all these different things that have just changed but God you haven't changed and I love that you give us the power of your word that says I do not change God that's not a great uh, word from some person from some man that is your word that is your holy word and so Lord as I just consider uh, God all these people. Uh, Lord, I think about Matthew Bruno and and just everything that's going on and his family. Lord, uh, just lifting up guidance for his wife and son-in-law working in nursing homes. Um, God, we know that the nursing homes have been, um, there's lots of lots of movement. God, there's been, there's been so many issues and, and health um, uh, crisis happening within our nursing homes. And Lord, I pray um, just for all the wisdom, uh, for the leaders, for the administration. God, we pray for um, Matthew Bruno's family, just for their health um, as they go through this time. And Lord, I just pray for peace. I pray for peace and just solidarity to settle into these nursing homes, God, for the for the chaos and the fear and, and just for those who are probably scared to leave their rooms, um, Lord, for the just the peace that only comes from knowing you, the peace that only comes from your presence, God, would just wash over that all, every nursing home and for every staff. Uh, for every part of the administration, God, as they lead. And Lord, I also pray for, um, uh, just for Matthew and his, and his, and his business. Um, God, a lot, of these, these, a lot of these business owners are just, they're literally just going just day to day, trying to stay afloat, um, doing whatever they can to continue doing what they can within the CDC guidelines. And, and Lord, no matter what guidelines the, the, the country throws at us, the only guide we have is your word and, and the only true strength and true um, 
God, life change is going to come from you. And so, Lord, I pray for Matthew and just the wisdom in leading his business and, and interacting with all the different community members and, and just leading the people, that his, his customers. And, God, I know that he's not alone. I know there's business owners all over this place, all over this community, um, people who are just trying to stay afloat. They're trying to keep business moving. Um, they're praying that they're deemed essential soon. And, Lord, I just know that... Um, God, you've not left those business owners. And so I pray that as they as they consider every movement, God, that they would just know that you're with them every movement. You're with them every decision. Every, every T crossed and every I dotted, you're with them. There's not one thing that they can do that you aren't with them. And so, Lord, would they just feel your presence in this moment? God, would they just know um, that your hand is right there with them? And would they lean on you now more than ever and recognize that although their bottom line may change, God, you don't change. Um, and Lord, I'm also just thinking of a lot of our a lot of our families in this church are um, working um, in the medical field. They're on the front lines. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of a lot of um, our families uh, are are moving all over the place just just um, because of uh, them working in the medical field. God, they're, trans, they're 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 moving from hospital to different hospitals and different clinics. And so, Lord, I lift them up to you they would just feel your presence, God, that they would stay healthy, that you'd keep them healthy, Lord. Um, and God, just as everybody's watching this, and Lord, as we're joining in prayer tonight, I I just thank you, God, that you're with us. And Lord, to know that when we seek you whole, wholeheartedly, Lord, that we will be found by you. Um, and I, I just thank you that you've not called us to sit and to, to just <laughs> wallow in chaos, but you've called us to keep moving forward. And, and God, whether our our state stays uh, red for another week or it moves to yellow or wherever our county moves, um, God, that we would just keep doing what we're doing. God, that we would keep praying, that we would keep leading our families, that we would keep um, just going to the grocery store when we have to, that we would try to smile even though through, through a mask and offer words of encouragement, that we continue to be a light. Um, God, that we wouldn't just shut up in our rooms, in our houses, um, and just become a victim, God. I just pray that we would do our best to just keep moving and just know that it's you that's going to have to bring the strength. Um, and so, Lord, that we also know that you are a refuge in our strength, God, a, a very present help in time of trouble. Um, Lord, we just claim that truth tonight. We ask all things in Jesus' name. Amen. We, uh, we're so glad you've joined us online tonight. and. Uh, Please feel free to communicate online. And uh, as we continue tonight, I'm asking Roger and Deb Metcalf to come up. Uh, Roger is one of our deacons here in the church. Uh, he and his wife have been great role models in my life. And they have uh, not only been role models, but they have been people that have helped to guide me spiritually. So I've asked Roger and Deb to come and join us tonight. Here, you guys can take the chairs. You want to take the chairs? Come on up. All right, there you go. We'll just stand behind there tonight. Raj, uh, I know you all love Raj and Deb. Give them the little likes and on there and hearts and all that stuff. Raj has a Facebook page, but I don't think he knows about it. So uh, I, uh, I'm just so thankful for these folks. Listen, uh, many people in the church have been touched by Raj and Deb. And, uh, and they, they have been examples of Jesus. And so tonight I've asked uh, Raj and Deb to uh, come and just share with us 
look at that, Roger. It's lighting up, all right? I, I just asked them to come and just share with us uh, in prayer. And, Roger, maybe if you'd like to say anything just to greet everybody in our church family and, uh, and, and then uh, pray and then hand the mic to your wife and uh, if she would pray. And then Rhonda's going to join us as well. Pleased to be here tonight, and we've certainly been praying for the church family and for the community here. And Lord, we know that uh, you are in control of every situation, so we'll come humbly before you tonight in prayer. Father, we love you, we thank you, we praise you for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and we come humbly before you and because of him. Thank you for the great exchange that you made him who knew no sin to be sent on our behalf, that we might become the righteousness of God. And we, we come before you tonight, Lord, and trusting in you and these challenging times, Lord, we know that you are in control. And may we learn from these times, Lord. We know that they're challenging. We also know that they're exciting times because you're moving upon the hearts of so many people in this church and in the community. You're drawing people to yourself. And, Lord, may we know, if nothing else, that we would learn what you'd want us to learn from this situation, Father. We just pray that we would understand that we are not in control and that our life is like a vapor. It's here today, gone tomorrow. We pray that we would use the days that you've given us to find more ways to serve you during these times. We pray that we would be an encouragement to others. We pray for our church families, Lord, those who are going through financial stress right now. We just pray in a mighty way that you would comfort them. Holy Spirit, we know that you are our comforter, our guide, our advocate, our helper, our intercessor. And we just pray that you would just fill our church, uh, uh, fill each one, that they would wake up each morning wanting to be filled with you and controlled by you. Lord, we just pray for the the marriages maybe that are going through an extra uh, stressful time right now, that you in a mighty way would be the comforter. You would be that third person, the one that is needed to, to hold that marriage together. Lord, we just pray again for those that are struggling right now. May they not turn to the things of the world. May they turn to you. I think more than anything else, you're telling us to focus on you, not to look at our problems, but look at the God who is in sovereign, the God who is in control. We thank you for Jesus, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning, the end, the first, the last, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, our rock and our redeemer, our great high priest. Thank you for redeeming us. Thank you, Father, that over and over again that we can come humbly before you. You know, so what do you require of all of us but to do justly and love mercy to walk humbly with you? We again pray, Lord, for our leaders, for our, our state representatives, our senators, our congressmen and women. Uh, we pray for men and women of God that would come before you and humble themselves before you and seek the wisdom that only you can bring, Lord. Not the wisdom of the world, the wisdom that only you can provide. We thank you again that the grass withers, the flower fades, and your word stands forever. May we, during these challenging times, we get into your word, Lord, and saturate our minds with with your word and the truth of your word. And again, love you, serve you, praise you, and and every opportunity we have. May we realize that you are the owner of everything. You are the source of all that we have. We are the managers to be managers and to be stewards of what you've given to us. May we honor you with the way we live our life. And, Lord, no matter how long this virus goes on, we pray most of all that you would be glorified. When the answer comes for, Lord, in the next weeks, months, whatever it may take, we pray that all the glory would go to you. And we love you and praise you in our Savior's name. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that um, there's never a moment when we can't come before your throne because of what you did for us in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus, we thank you so much for the cradle, the cross, and the crown that you wear now. We thank you now that you are seated in heaven with the Father, and because of you, we can come. You invite us to come 
and you made the way, Lord, for our hearts to be made clean so that we can come before your throne. And we thank you so much for that. Lord, thank you so much that uh, your compassions are new every morning, that your mercies never fail. And it doesn't matter what our circumstances are, what our situation is. As others have said before me, you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Lord, thank you so much that you are so personal with us. Thank you, Lord, that you number the hairs of our head. You know when a sparrow falls. And you know the deepest uh, desires and concerns of our heart and our mind. And, Lord, we just pray that you would meet those desires, that you would meet those needs among our people in ways that are so personal that it's unmistakable who their source is. Lord, we pray that um, we would be mindful each day that that, um, those who have named the name of Christ and who are part of your family would be mindful each day of your leading and of new and unique and creative ways to minister to others during this unique season, one that we didn't plan for but that you knew would be coming this way. So we pray, Lord, that our hearts will be um, even more sensitive to your presence, to your leading, to your power. Um, Lord, please put things on our hearts and minds that we never would have thought of before. And Lord, each day, please, um, again, help us to remember those who have yet to come to the Savior and be mindful of unique ways that we can reach out, that we can communicate, that we can share the gospel. Lord, again, I I pray for families that um, I know have special uh, temporal needs, material needs now. And again, Lord, I just pray that you would provide those needs in ways that are unmistakably from your hand and from your heart. Lord, I pray for the kids that are being impacted by this uh, change in routine. Um, All of a sudden, they're not able to see their little playmates. Uh, They're not able to do things that they look forward to. But, Lord, we just pray that you'll wrap them up in your arms in a special way, too, and that... um, through uh, various ways, Lord, that they'll be able to know your word and know the one who loves them so much and who wants to be their Savior, too. And so, Lord, um, again, we thank you that you're in this place. We thank you uh, that that the, the place before your throne is always open and always available. Thank you, Lord, for holding us in your hearts, in your heart, wrapping us in your arms, no matter what the situation no matter what the season, no matter what the need. And we know you are the source of every good and perfect gift. Jesus, thank you so much for your great love. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, everybody, Ken and I miss you terribly, and we cannot wait to get back together as a church family and even our extended family that are out there. But this time I want to pray for those um, those, um, young adults that should have graduated and um, is missing some of those important dates. The high school students, the college students, um, I want to pray for you now because even in the midst of disappointment, we want you to know that God has still got your back and he is still there. So, Lord Jesus, as we are here tonight, I just want to thank you so much for just um, our church family that is listening right now, Lord God, and that um, we want them to know that you hear their prayers. And, Lord, I just pray right now, that um, those um, young adults that should have been graduating high school um, in, in a normal way and should have been graduating college in a normal way 
and um, looking forward to those big events and um, the world is just turned upside down and um, we want them to know that you're still there you still love them but it's okay to be disappointed disappointment is part of life lord god but as long as we know through that disappointment that you still are carrying them and that you still have a plan for their life and it's a plan that is good for them even in the midst of seeing how can this be good you know we want you to please just um meet those young adults where they're at and just let them know how much you love them let them know how much you have got their lives in their hands lord god and that we ask that even now you would draw them to you um i know even in our own house just um the bible's being opened more and um we are seeking your face lord and just um asking you for wisdom through these times Lord, I do ask that you would be with those students that are preparing to go to college in the fall, that they will not fear, Lord, that it will uh, they will walk there knowing that you've already been there, that you are preparing that place for them, that college for them already. I ask for those uh, college students that have graduated or, you know, and not necessarily having the ceremony, Lord God, but let them rest and know that you have a plan for them, that you have a job waiting for them, Lord God. It's at your timing, and that's so hard for us to understand. It is your perfect timing in our lives, and we have to trust you, Lord. So help us, Lord God, that um, those that know you as their Savior, that they will just, um, their trust will just build up in you, that you are so close to them, Lord God, that they are not fearing and if they do have that fear that they still know that you're holding them their hands and for those young adults lord god that maybe don't know you yet or don't know that relationship i ask that you will show up in such a big way that they can't help but see that it is you that still has control still is allowing this and is still guiding for a good thing lord because we believe that everything that happens and everything that you do and everything that you allow it is for your glory and your glory alone so lord we ask now that you will just give all those young adults please just the peace that they don't understand lord god but we know lord that it comes from you god we want to thank you for being our lord and our savior tonight for being our peace and our hope and our joy for allowing us to know that the cross was not in vain that we truly serve a risen savior that is still alive and well today and we want the world to know that no matter what is happening today in this world you've already conquered it you've already got it you have already won the victory lord god so i want to praise you and want to thank you for the love that you bestow upon us lord And let us walk this path and journey with you, Lord, knowing that you are carrying us each step of the way. Thank you, Jesus, for loving us. We love you. Amen. As we continue tonight, just while Roger and Deb are here, first of all, I want to say, hadn't it been great to be in the presence of the Lord tonight? You know, the scripture says, where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there. I think the modern translation would be where... Under 10 are gathered together in my name. I am there, right? So uh, we are definitely under 10. And uh, I want to thank Roger and Deb Metcalf for joining us tonight. And uh, I would like to just let you guys say a word about the, the food program that's been going on here every week. Roger and Deb, you all have been bringing food in. And every Thursday, Roger and Deb, and they have a, a few other helpers that come and help them, and they pack all this stuff up in the bags. And I think we're over 600 bags so far that have gone out. So, Deb, maybe if you could just say something and tell the folks out there what, what's, what's been happening with that and how encouraging it has been to you guys. 
Very good. Thank you very much for the opportunity to do that, Pastor Ken. Um, yeah, as soon as things started to get strange um, in our world and in our community, um, you guys, members of the body of Christ, you just really showed up in a big, big way. Um, we've been calling this the Crossroads Care Packages. And um, as uh, we've heard previously, um, food can be dropped off um, five days a week, Monday through Friday, uh, from 9 to 5. Um, normally there are bins out on the porch, but if the weather gets kind of iffy, we pull the bins in. Um, you can come into the foyer. You don't even have to put it in a bin. Just drop your bag off, go back out the door. Um, and what's happening is, um, as Pastor Ken said, late Thursday afternoons, Roger and I and, and uh, one other helper for sure come. Uh, the food is all sorted um, by category, peanut butter, jelly, soup, and whatnot. And then we just go through and we pack bags so that each bag has like a mini grocery order in it. And, and over the weeks, we have seen the bags get more and more full and then what happens is pastor ken and al and a couple other guys uh load up trucks vehicles they take it down to the uh, grade school at gastonville the ringgold elementary north and um there's a dear lady down there that is part of the uh love in a backpack program or blessings in a backpack it's, it's been known and um there are kids in our community that um Frankly, they don't have enough to eat. And so each week, uh, these bags are packed during the school year. They go home with the kids. And I have to admit, one of the first things, whenever they said school was done for the year, I thought, what about these kids that don't have enough to eat? And when I brought it to Pastor Ken, he lost no time at all saying, just tell me what you need, and that's what we're going to do. So um, what, what you guys are providing is in addition to that one humble bag that each child gets at the end of the week, then the bag that comes from the church is to supplement what had already been going on in the school. Um, it has been a tremendous encouragement to me to see what our people are doing and, and, frankly, how creative some of you guys are being. I mean, there are needs that people have. And I know each week when we gather to pack, I keep telling our one helper, I'm saying, look, these bags are going to get to the exact families that need the stuff that's going in there. To me, it's just like when shoeboxes go out of here. They always end up in exactly the right hands. Um, and so that is just, I mean, I could just weep when I come up here and I see the food that people have given. Um, so, again, we're, we're, we're doing this. And, you know, like, like I said, we're, we're going to keep on doing it. And um, I know that. It was really cute last week. Um, a friend sent me some pictures of the thank you cards that people were holding up from their car windows, uh, thanking the church for these food bags that they were getting. And, and I thought, you know what? You know, my thought has been always that you give people food so that they'll come to the one who is the bread of life. Thank you so much for the Metcalfs. We appreciate your, we appreciate the Metcalfs and their faithful service to the Lord. And uh, just even in the midst of a pandemic, they're coming up. You should see them. They're out there. They put their handkerchiefs over their faces, and they serve very faithfully. And I'm just so thankful that uh, 
that here's a few people that said we're not going to uh, not serve in the midst of this. And so, Raj, uh, for those of you that know Raj, Raj goes to nursing homes. He goes to the jail ministries, and, and none of those he can get into right now. So Raj calls me up and says, hey, what can I do? How can I help? And they're coming up here, and they are helping as much as they can. So I'm so thankful. We have a church full of people like Roger and Deb. So I'm just so thankful for Roger and Deb. Thank you for joining us tonight. And uh, Luke, would you also share about the, the, uh, the, the blessings of hope coming up here? Yeah, so Blessings of Hope. So this is a, a group in central Pennsylvania, and what they've done is they've <clears throat> made it available, <clears throat> excuse me, that uh, churches and nonprofits and communities can buy a box of non-perishable and perishable food items um, and and bring that and, and have them uh, brought in to, to give out to their community. And so um, we're going to be giving out... Um, these boxes of food on Monday, May 11th from 1 to 4 p.m. And so there's a couple different ways to be a part of this. One, um, you can uh, you can give to this. Um, you can give to this to this mission. Um, you can sign up to be a part of it to help um, hand out the boxes and help unload the truck. Um, and also, guys, if there's any, if there's if this is one thing we can do is we we can provide, we can give you guys these, this food. So if you if you are a family in need or someone is in need, please please come up and get a box or two. Um, and so the only thing that we're asking um, is if you go on the front page of our website and go to uh, Blessings of Hope Food Distribution, click on that page, and you can just type in how many boxes that you would like to pick up just so that we know how to prepare. Um, but if we can bless you and your family with some food, please, 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 um, th- this is this is what we're here to do. And so um, that's going to be on May 11th, and all the information, um, where to go, how to, how to help, how to give, and how to pick up a box is on the front page of our website. Yeah, absolutely. I, w- I want to encourage you, church family, if... Uh, Take the go to the the link. It's on Facebook. It's on our website. Share it on your social media. Um, if if you know somebody who's in need and maybe you're not in need, but you could help them, come up on Monday and get that. So that's this Monday coming up, May 11th, from one to four. And uh, we're thrilled. I, I think Luke and I were doing a little bit of the figures on on food. It's like 1,200 pounds of food. Yeah, it's a lot of food. Six tons of food, all right? (laughs) That's a whole lot more than a donut that got me into church, right? Uh, But I want you to know that uh, this is what God's called us to do for such a time as this. Like, we, we did ministry differently two months ago. And God has called us, and this is what he's called us to do. So we are responding to the needs of our community. And I want you to pray about that because all we want to do is be Jesus to the community. Amen. No strings attached, no, n- nothing else but to love. And so uh, I'm just going to pray for that ministry now, and then I'm going to ask Luke to go through a, a few of the other requests, and then we'll wrap up our time tonight, okay? Father God, I pray that you'll be upon the, these feeding ministries, Lord. You cared about the people, and when you were here, you broke bread, and you didn't just teach. You saw these people had a physical need, and you met their needs. God, I thank you for the body of Christ at Crossroads who's come together. I thank you that uh, that you have supplied the funds, Lord, already. Just this weekend even, Lord, you instantly gave the funds, and we are able to go out. We've got 300 families we're going to impact. And so, God, I don't know who those families will be. But I know that the need is great. The need is high. 
And so, Lord, I ask that uh, as, as we do this food distribution, uh, Lord, we know that uh, Josh Watts up in Newcastle, City Church Newcastle, they're going to be joining in, and he's going to be handing out to 100 families up there. Uh, God, I, I just pray that you will empower us. Like, how, how can we be the hands and feet of Jesus, Lord? Thank you for the 600, more than 600 bags of groceries that have gone out of our foyer. And, Lord, right now our foyer doesn't look like a, a place where you sign up and, and get a visitor's packet on Sunday. Right now it looks like a food pantry. And that's, that's what you've called us to do for right now. And so, God, as you've taught us new ways to be the church, I thank you for all the people in our church that are being the church right now, Lord. And uh, I thank you for their love, their compassion. I, I thank you for the people in our community, Lord, that, that we're able to point them to Jesus. And, 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 and sometimes we use words. God, thank you so much for this opportunity to just love our neighbors. That's what you've called us to do in the middle of a quarantine. Maybe we go to our neighbor with a mask on and we stand at the edge of their property and ask if they need anything. God, maybe it's a note in the mailbox. Can I go to the grocery store for you? God, whatever it is that you're doing, God, I pray that you will continue to move in the, in the lives of our people. And we ask for, Lord, for this Friday as the food goes out uh, here in Finleyville. For next Monday as it departs from the church here, people will be coming up by the car load and will be loading their cars and, uh, and they'll just pop their trunk and we'll put this food in their trunk, God. I pray, God, that you will do that what only you can do and you'll be glorified in a way that honors you, that nobody will know crossroads, but everybody will know the cross of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Lord, as we just, just think of all the people, um, Lord, in our church and those who are who have um, stumbled onto the stream or those who were given the, the link and they're tuning in tonight um, or even those who will watch us later on, God, I just I just lift them before you. Um, Lord, we're, we're praying for those who are, um, Lord, just really alone, uh, those who feel so isolated, who are just really needing people. And, and, and I'm thinking of people that, God, who never really thought they needed people and then now they're understanding their need for people, God, the, the need for, for community. Uh, Lord, I'm just lifting up our small business owners, our business owners. I'm thinking of uh, those in the medical field. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of, um, Lord, those who are um, just by themselves, uh, God, who, who maybe are um, just wrestling with uh, the loss of a loved one um, the last year or so and, and just being by themselves and away from family has been really difficult. Um, God, for those who are, are sick with other illnesses during this time, um, Lord, we lift them to you. Uh, God, I just lift up our whole church family, and, and, and God, I just lift up our, our country to you. Um, all, our government, our, our local officials, God, our state, our federal. God, um, I'm just lifting them to you, Lord. Our country is in the palm of your hands. And what a better pl- And there's no better place to be. Lord, as we uh, keep moving on, as we keep um, putting up our tents, as we keep planting our gardens, as we keep... Um, just going to the grocery store as we keep leading our families, as we um, just wash the dishes, as we wake up, as we go to bed, as we just keep doing the things that we're doing. Um, Lord, thank you so much just for the truth that you've never left. God, you've been here the whole time. You know when we get up, you know when we go down. And we know, God, that um, that we are found uh, not in 
the response of our country, God, that we are found in Christ. And so, Lord, thank you for being here with us. Thank you for just showing us who you are, God. You are God and we are not. And so as we as we end this time, Lord, I pray that we would just feel your peace and that we would take our guidance from your word for, and, and listen to your Holy Spirit. And just like Roger and Deb were praying, God, you've stripped the distractions away. God, will we just draw near to you because we know that you will draw near to us. We ask all things in the powerful name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. I want to say thank you for joining us tonight. It's been great to be in the presence of the Lord. Amen. And uh, God has allowed us, and I felt like I've had church tonight, and uh, just where two or three are gathered together. And each week we're just going to invite different people to join us to pray. And uh, I'm so thankful for people like Roger and Deb that, uh, that could be a part of this tonight. And so as, as we continue, I want to remind you, tomorrow is the National Day of Prayer. So I want to ask everybody in our church to set aside some time tomorrow to pray. Let's pray for our country. Let's pray for uh, the country has never been through anything like this in recent days. We have been through stuff like this before, just not in recent days. And so if you look through history, looking, uh, I was reading uh, something the other day, uh, the, the flu of 68. That's the year I was born. So in 68 and 69, there was a flu that really, really was pandemic. There was uh, the Spanish flu of 1918 that was a pandemic. So you look back and you see all these times, we will get through this. But tomorrow being a national day of prayer, I want to encourage you, pray for your country tomorrow. And uh, just spend some time uh, in prayer tomorrow for our country. All right? God bless you. And we'll have a great day.